This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamepodcast.com slash bet365. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper. We actually have Steve on the program this week. Uh, he decided to grace us with his presence. Uh, we're talking about the Butterfield Bermuda. Yay. Mm-hmm. Steve, what's up, buddy? I mean, I just went through a hellacious week at home. So, but they, yes, it's, it's good to be back on the show. Uh, everybody's now healthy. I'm telling you what, uh, when an infant gets COVID, it is probably the oh, worst thing. It's the worst. I can't thing. imagine. So, yeah. So, like, my, I guess she was, she's seven now. So, I guess she was either five or four when she got it. And that was fucking terrible. I can't imagine a goddamn kid, like a, a a top like an infant. Ugh. Well, they're, they're tough th- enough to deal with to begin with. Well, that's the thing is you have set up around the entire home stations for said infant, and said infant also needs constant care. Yes. So literally, the world stopped for about seven days for us. Where Ugh. you know, just because all right, I decided I was going to take one for the team. I will just you know take care of the yep. kid. Cross my fingers at the same strain that she has when I had last year, and I don't end up getting it. Turns out that was right. I never got COVID. But, uh, yeah, that was a disaster. Uh, she would keep <laughs> up. She would not want to sleep. Uh, and then I didn't sleep. No, which, didn't. Uh, and it also meant that I could not do a show with you and break down uh, the worldwide uh, you know, technology championship. Worldwide pants. Yeah. Pre- I was calling it the worldwide pants. <laughs> the, the uh, pres- not to David Letterman. The prestige worldwide. Uh, championship. Yeah. And I like worldwide pants. Okay, worldwide we're, we're, pants. you're you're old enough to remember fucking Letterman and how awesome he was. Like most of, of our audience probably is not. But Letterman I grew up was watching Letterman and Conan, staying up way too late as a fucking kid, and I feel like that's what warped my personality. That listening to too many like comic relief albums. Yes, a, t- Team time. Letterman over Team Leno. Any no, Leno's the fucking worst. And you, you know what? My my cousin, my first cousin, married Jay Leno's cousin. Really? Yeah. They, they just got divorced a couple years ago after like 20 years of marriage. But like at the wedding, like we were all like, well, how come Jay's not here? <laughs> did, did, did he have the giant chin too? Just like, oh, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Neil, Neil looks, Neil is like the spitting image of Jay. So that, I, so I, I met him. I met him when, so they got married when I was like, I don't know, somewhere between eight and 10. And I met Jay when I was like 14 or 15 at like a fucking family function. Hmm. Okay, so so the chin is the dominant gene, I guess. Oh yeah, and and the the hair, even even Neil's hair. You know how he has that like coif or cough, whatever you call it. You know the the flip. It looks just like it's fucking. Yeah, it kind of bounced around back forth like this. Hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. And yeah, even even with the even with the uh, family relationship, I fucking did not like it. (laughs) But he had cool cars, though. He did have cool cars. He did have cool cars. Bad jokes. Cool cars. Yes. Well, anyways, it is good to be back on the show. Uh, I am, uh, I guess, mildly looking forward to breaking down. I'm just going to say, I'm just happy you're back. Like, I don't really give a shit about the, this golf tournament. We can break it down. Like, look, there's still money to be made, like we said. 
Um, I am enjoying our football shows. I did miss you on the football show. It was fun schooling young Cam going five and zero, and him wanting to go against me and having his worst performance of the week uh, of the year because uh, he wanted to disagree with me, who has been like once again, like I said, the fucking one goddamn year I don't do the Circa or the Westgate. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely crushing five picks a year. It's, yes. it's oh, a week rather. It's it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Like I just want to go on like a bad streak, and I can't. The worst week I've had is fucking two and three. Everything else is four and one, five and zero. Oh. I think I have like one, three and two. It's gross, and I hate it. All right. Well, you just set yourself up for a one and four week. Uh, Good. I need one coming up here. Well, you did. Snap- you did have one earlier this year. I did. That's, yeah. You had a very similar spiel about what you did. I think you went five and zero oh or four and one, and then you immediately yeah. won. And I hate the board this week too. So that means I'm absolutely fucked. I'm just. I think I'm probably just gonna do. I've been crushing it on props, so I think I'm just gonna stick with the props. Okay. Um, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe on Thursday then will you give. Well, actually, it'll be a Wednesday show. We'll talk about that again. But uh, it'll, yes, be, it'll but be a little maybe, early for props. It will be a little early. But then you know what? You're just gonna have to be a force into picking those spreads, buddy. Gun to your head. I went on. I went on Stephanie Small show, and pretty much everything I gave out, except for the stupid FSU team total hit. So that worked. All right. Well, there you go. Well, anyways, tonight is the golf show. Uh, we're gonna yes. try to keep it all golf. Uh, talk about Bermuda Championship to start, and then you know, there's been stuff going on in the golf world that's been off the course stuff with TGL and the Framework Agreement, and maybe we'll talk about our own little golf game. Uh, you know, lately I've finally been going out a little more lately, so maybe we can talk about that. So, um, mm-hmm. but first, we're gonna break down Bermuda. Uh, why don't we take a quick break and then I'll give you a clip notes version of what to expect of this golf course and then we'll break it down. Yes, uh, that sounds like a plan. Let's do that. So listen, Underdog Fantasy, they've got a way to play alongside all your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball is back and college football. All you got to do is simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players, fantasy stats and and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit deposit up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And we're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, size, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game palais. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up by 17 points. That'll come in handy for the Dallas Cowboys bet this weekend. Uh, sign up today and choose from your two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet uh, Safety net or bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets. Just head over to sportsgamblepodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblepodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, so now about bet365, thank you for coming on uh, and sponsoring uh, our network here. I can tell you that it's not available in New York State, but anytime I see somebody post one of the bets yeah, they made on bet365, all the positional bets are the so market. So good. Yeah, th- th- they are. So. And so, it, it, I, I, like, think about this, right? So, if they're doing a thousand dollar first bet safety net, why wouldn't you do that? Like, that's that's. I mean, you just fucking. It's a free roll for a thousand dollars. Why yeah, wouldn't you do it? That's how they hook you. I mean, like, that's how it really is with all these books. They try to get like yeah, the, first the, first the, ones the free, kids. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. you go. <laughs> 
So, and then you're betting hockey and uh, betting over on goals like you do every single night. Now. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right all Listen, right. I had a fucking, I had a good fucking Monday. So whatever. You did. You did as well. Okay. Oh, and uh, Andy honored it. Oh, Cam did. No, not Cam. Cam's not my fucking bookie deal. Oh, the, <laughs> the local. Oh, okay. Thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about a side bet. You did with Cam. No, 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 no. But he, but he fucking. He didn't even give me any pushback. He's like, oh, my bad. Boom, credit. Isn't that nice? Yeah, and so like I hit, I had the same game parlay first TD. I just missed another same game parlay uh, by one stupid carry on Eckler. Hit a, a bunch of single pro, single game props. I'm telling you, I'm seeing this prop market really good. It's fucking weird. Like, Man, I don't you, know. you're, like you're really touting yourself for this NFL show. That is not tonight, by the way. Because you, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just excited. It's fucking. It was, it was a good Monday. It's fucking okay. Tuesday. All right, well, well, to, well, let's I'm about you- to put real money on something called the Butterfield Bermuda Championship. <laughs> All right, well, let's bring you down. All right, talk real about, actual U.S. Talk dollars, Bermuda. So, well, before I do this, I actually, the course is gorgeous. The course is beautiful. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about because my wife and I have been thinking about the next big, just adults-only vacation we're going to go to, and it's Ooh. probably going to be Bermuda. To be perfectly honest, okay, yeah, I mean, like, so we well, went to the Canary Islands for our honeymoon. Bermuda is very similar, right in the middle of the ocean there, yep. and it is beautiful. You're right. Uh, the golf course is right on the ocean there. Uh, you know, the most picturesque hole is hole number 16, that 230 yard uh, par three run along the coast there. You guys always see guys screwed up like you know especially the winds coming off the ocean there you'll see guys just start it way off the cliff and then it'll just push it all the way to that right bunker there uh you know it's always kind of a favorite of mine for this tournament because you know there's not really a whole lot of highlights to be seen at this thing but um you know so the, it, this is a port royal golf course this is a robert trent jones honestly have not really seen a ton of renovation through the years it looks very just straightforward like a lot of rtj golf courses you know dog legs and you know some subtle wavy greens and you know i i think the one thing about this golf course that is the highlight is there's a lot of good elevation changes up the hills downhills kind of like we saw last week uh, at el cardinal the difference is uh these fairways are a lot more narrower than what you saw last week where i think uh zach blair hit 26 of 28 fairways and he finished 89th in driving accuracy holy shit that is a nugget yeah so um (laughs) But so it's a very short course too. It's only about sixty eight hundred yards, so you're going to see a lot of short approach shots here. Uh, you know, I, I put in my article this week um, the proximity chart. I kind of estimated a little bit how that was going to go. Basically, there's a dead zone between 150 and 200 yards. It's really pretty much anything under 150, or specifically under like 125 yards, or over 200 yeah. yards. There's a couple longer par threes. There's three, I think, three par fives on the golf course too. So. Really, what you want to look at is guys who are really good with their short irons and good with their longer irons, and then that whole like intermediate, long, you know, mid iron range, you basically just ignores. That's why I did this week, focus on just, just two buckets. As far as some other things you want to look at, driving doesn't seem like it really matters here. As far as like, it's not that it doesn't matter like in tournament, but as far as like predictive, like right. a couple of years ago, yeah, they play up between Brian Gay who I think you and I hit it farther than he does off the tee, but he has a lot of fairways <laughs> and he was matched up against Wyndham Clark, who that's bizarre to think about that Wyndham Clark was stuck in the really championship <laughs> and now he's a major champion. So go figure. But, uh, you know, for every Wyndham Clark or Thomas Dietrich or Taylor Penders does well here, you got Brendan Todd or uh, Denny McCarthy or Brian Gay. So off the tee doesn't really seem like it favors really anybody. 
Um, it does tend to favor guys who do a little bit of the shorter irons. And sometimes this kind of turns into a little bit of a putting contest too. Uh, all the winners and most of the guys in the top 10 finish at least like, like close to the top in putts per round. So, you know, it's kind of just, I'm targeting that this week. Um, you know, targeting guys pretty good with the short irons, uh, targeting pretty good putters, make a lot of birdies. Uh, there might be some weather implications this weekend. So yeah. maybe try and get a guy who's pretty good at scrambling up and down. Cause that's when this thing does get kind of tough. Like the year you hit on Lucas Herbert, just biblical, awful conditions, but all he did was just get up and down over the weekend. So, yeah, cause he's a great putter. Well, he's, he's a good scrambler too. So that's kind of why I, fo- that's why I focus the winds, on this week. I mean, the winds down there are fucking nuts. Like yeah. they just are like when you ever, you go down to the Bahamas or anything like that. Like I would just think about that. I'm like, it's just constant. And it's, it's just never stops. And it's fucking, it's like 16 sustained. And then like gusts of 30 just on a Wednesday. It's, it's wild. Yeah. And there's really no protection in this golf course either. Like you got a couple no. of pine trees, but other than that, the, if you got wind coming off the Atlantic ocean, they're like good luck. So, uh, that's yeah. kind of why I, you know, targeted this week. And unfortunately though, it's a very, I'm just going to say this is probably the, I don't usually cover the opposite field events. Um, and this is probably the worst odds board I have handicapped in my yeah. tenure at SGPN. This thing is just, it's gross. It's gross. But sometimes I'm like, okay, like, you know, there's stuff down in the card there. Right. But the problem yeah. is with all these prices this week, like you're paying juice on a top 30 on guys like Austin Smotherman. Like, I don't want to do that. Nope. No. Oh, thank you. So that's, I'm going to be honest, uh, kind of ashamed for the card I'm going to put out. Uh, it will be an accurate card, though, because unfortunately, I actually had Eric Van Roy in 90 to 1 last week, and I forgot to tell my producer to put it on the card to get it out. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no tout cash, but uh, real cash for your boy. Hey, real cash works, man. It did. That real was a nice little. Uh, that was a nice little payday. And I realized, oh, I never actually told anybody. Yeah, that was funny when you texted that. I was like, I was like, this sucks because that specific player, somebody I would never bet because if it was somebody I would have bet, I would have been able to just lord it over you and like be angry about it. But like, even I would, I didn't even pretend because like that, he knows I would never bet. Yeah, yeah. If I if I was on the show last week and I said I bet EVR ninety one, you would have went ten minutes saying how big of a dumbass I was for that. Yeah, and by the way, you got like what a luck box, fucking like whatever, like whatever. It is what it is. Look, it is what it is. Yeah, listen, I mean, like what a what a Sunday, what a Sunday. Well, that because and Kucher was up six on Saturday. Yeah, well, Kucher fucking blows. (laughs) My my man Viegas fucking went six under, fucking bogey free. And it, it didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that that's usually good enough to fucking win a tourney. Yeah. Well, not at a golf course that uh, had giant greens and 90 oh yard fairways. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, let's start breaking down the odds board. Uh, so let's go. Every, let's start talking about everybody under 30 to one this week. Gross. So your tournament favorite is Adam Scott. Uh, right now on Bet365, he is 16 to one. Uh, and then you got a bunch of guys who are around like 18 to 20 to one. So you got Brendan Todd, former winner here, uh, 18 to one. Hasn't played in a month, but he did play pretty well at Fort. Uh, Akshay Batia. This is, this, is, this is Todd type of course, too. Oh, you just want to talk about, you want to just get right into Todd right now? No, no, I'm just saying this is like a Todd type of course. Like, I, I was just like, it was just, it was, it was literally jarring to me when I opened up the odds board and I was like, what? <laughs> Why is Brendan Todd in the top five favorites? Oh, I'm oh, like, he is coming off, I think, a fourth place finish at Fortnite. He is a former winner here. Yeah. 
So yes, it's that's yeah. a very bold. It's a perfect topic. It's a bold statement for you to make. That is a Brendan Todd golf course. A golf course he's won at. Fuck off. I know. Didn't you miss me? <laughs> we got Akshay Patee at 18-1. Your favorite guy, Alex Noren, 18-1. Uh, and then you got Dietrich at 21, right. who's just a just a T. Why is the so I why is Dietrich 20 to 1? He finished, that he, guy he, fin he finished second. He finished second last year. That's why. He, did he win? Uh, I wish he won because I bet on him. No, exactly. He never fucking wins. No, he finishes T32 all the time. All the time. But yeah, let's put him fucking 20 to 1. A guy who's never fucking won. As somebody who's wasted money on Dietrich, like I started like, last year just stopping. Like I just I had to stop. Like, he, like he's done. I th yeah, I target him in one of my two matchups. Okay. All right. Well, but right next to him, you got Alex Smalley, uh, 20 to 1. Uh, is it a home game for him? Because I mean, Bermuda's like <laughs> 400 miles off the coast of Carolina and he went to Duke. So yeah, it could be sure, a home game. Why not? Okay. Uh, Lucas Glover, uh, Lucas Glover, 20 to one, uh, Herbert, I think that's actually mispriced. You mi mispriced in which direction to higher to low? the wrong way. It should be, it should be lower based on, it should be like, he should be, he should be more towards the top of the board. The guy went back to back PGA events. Like <laughs> this is the type of course that he's good at. He doesn't know what wick away gear is yet, but, uh, like, there was arguments for him to be on the Ryder Cup, and now he is going against Pendrith, the Ear, Norin, and like guys who don't fucking win. And this guy's a proven winner. Like, listen, I don't know if I want to bet him at twenty or twenty-two to one, but I just think the number is. Does that okay. make sense? I actually, I tend to agree with you. He was the last guy off my card. Yeah, like yeah. I like, yeah. So. <laughs> I might actually have room for him, and I might bet him just because I, like I said, I only have three outrights. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I definitely have. Room. Um, and so I think I just think the price is wrong, right? Based on, <laughs> I, mean, he's view I mean, he's twenty to one. I know. Where, where do you think he should be? I know, but it's all relevant. Like, tw right? like twelve like, to one. I don't think he should be 12. no. Like, but he should be. He should be with Adam at fucking sixteen. Adam Scott. What the hell? Adam's Scott's won what? Fucking three, four years ago on tour. Okay. When was what, the last time Adam Scott actually won something? He won the he won at Riviera. How long ago was that? Twenty twenty. Oh, so fucking three years ago. About to be four years ago. Okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like at some point, like it doesn't matter what his skill level is. Adam Scott, did he he is on record saying he doesn't give a shit about any events other than like seven or eight. You think he gives a fuck about the Butterfield Bermuda? Yeah, like actually, actually I, I'm, I'm going to stop you there. He actually does give a shit about the Butterfield. Why? Why? Okay, well, I'll tell you why. So, if he really didn't give a shit about, there's no reason why he shouldn't be here, other than the fact that he wants to win a vacation for him no. and the wife. No, he wants to get into that top sixty for the fact in order to get um, all, all right, fair. Yeah, so right now he's all like right, he's fair. he's like 82nd right now, and he's not in the field next week. So, you know, I mean. If you want to talk about golf courses, Lucas Glover's good at like technically yeah. Adam Scott would be good as good at these types of golf courses too. Like, I mean, he almost won Wyndham a couple years ago. So you look at what he's good at, good from, good from under one fifty, good around the green. He's actually turned into a good putter. He's got high birdie rates. And listen, like we kind of said similar things about like Seamus Power last year. We did, yeah. and he ended up winning. Yeah, and even like De even Denny McCarthy, we're like Denny McCarthy is favorite, and he ended up finishing third. So, 
Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. And and thinking back to Pebble, like let's say about Pebble Beach, like back in the regular season, you had Justin Rose, hasn't won in a while. But that was a yeah. dog shit field too on a similar type of golf course. And he ends up winning. Yeah. So I actually got Adam Scott 18 to one and I actually bet it because right. I'm just going to be perfectly honest. He's one of the few guys who actually checks a lot of boxes as far as what I'm looking for in this golf course. So I thought 18 considering like, like what Thomas Dietrich is two basis points behind him. Like Adam Scott has done like, what has he done? recently? Right. So he's, I mean, he sucked at Zozo, but he finished top 10 at the, at Wentworth. He was seventh at Wyndham. Like, yeah, look, look, I, look, I, I don't, I can't hate an 18 or even a 16 to one based on the field he's going against. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I, there's no way I can shit on it. It's just, it's tough for me to bet a guy who hasn't won in three fucking years. I mean, none, of, the, none of these guys, the only guy who's won recently is, is, but Akshay in an opposite field event and Glover, everybody else is, and Luke List. Lucas won. And Lucas, Lucas. No, that, okay, that was two years ago. Okay, it's fucking sooner than three. <sighs> okay, all right, it's two years ago. <laughs> so, look, there's not many winners in this field, okay? No, that's fair. No. And Adam Scott has done, what, fifth at Quail Hollow, oh, eighth shit. at Craig Ranch, ninth at Memorial, top 20 at Travelers, seventh at Wyndham. So I don't like, like, bet Adam Scott. I don't like I mean, you don't have to bet Adam Scott. I know, but what you said Adam made Scott. sense, and I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, he has a reason to win this week. So, although otherwise he's going to be stuck playing like the Palm uh, Springs Classic, whatever the hell they call the Honda next year, or Sony, because he's not getting into any of those events. Fuck, fine. Yeah, All right. I'm going to look at it. I'll see what. All right. All right. Other, otherwise, I mean. You, you oh, just, I hate you. Why? I hate you so much. Why? Okay. Why? All right. Well, uh, otherwise, you got Brendan Todd. I did not bet Brendan Todd to win, but no. like a top. Let's just stop twenty. I got him at plus one twenty. I think he's down to like plus one ten. Oh, whatever. That's a fucking solid bet. Yeah, I, I'll take that. Uh, I actually agree oh, with God, you with Glover as down. well. Kind of along similar lines. Like really good from under one fifty. Um, I'm a, I think the reason why he got left off my betting card though is because if it gets a little windy over the weekend, he's not the best scrambler. I was about to say his scrambling ability is not. Yeah, he isn't, but you know, he could get off to a good start. So maybe first on leader. Yeah. That's the best option. That. Um the first bet I made this week though was Pendrith. Okay. At 25 to 1. Me too. There you go. Listen, he finished, he should have won this tournament. I actually bet on him a couple years ago when he should have won. I think he ended up putting it in the water, but um, you know he's coming off some good finishes. What you finished like top ten Shriners? Yeah. I think he was fifteenth last week. Guys playing well recently. Yeah, so I'll just bet Pendrith. I, I mean, like he, I always bring up this metric. So in the last two years, he's been within five of the league, going to the final around seven times. It's second most in this field. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah. So that makes me feel even better. Yeah, he 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 gets in the mix a lot relative to everybody yeah. else. So um, and it's not like there's a bunch of killers here who no. you know what I mean that will like if he's in the mix on Sunday that he's going to be like looking across and like shaking in his boots. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And speaking of uh, a guy who's not a killer but who I bet anyways, 
Um, ben Griffin. I bet him too. Okay. Yeah. He, he should have, again, he should have won last year. Should have won Sanderson. So showing he gets, he can get in the mix at least recently. Again, similar to Adam Scott though. Like I can see why looking at his profile, he would be good here. Like he's a disaster off the tee, but if that doesn't really matter a whole lot here, absolutely right. awesome with short irons, really good around the green, great putter, especially on Bermuda. Yeah. So that's funny. So I like when I was looking at matchups, you could tell Griffin, the books like Griffin because they're baiting you into matchups with like the higher uh, echelon guys. And I'm like, okay, so that made me look a little deeper into Ben Griffin, especially well, how many weeks ago was it when you were cussing, <laughs> screaming about when he was in, when, in the lead and you only uh, bet him like a top 30 or 40 or something like that? Oh, uh, it was Sanderson. It was about a month ago. Sanderson. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I think I, like, I, who do I have in that playoff who lost? I, I had I had some piece of that playoff and it didn't work yep. out for me. And, but, then, and then you had you yeah. were touting you touting Griffin didn't bet him outright and it looked like he was going to run away with it for a minute. Yeah, too, so yeah, I mean I'm working out okay, but yeah, you worked out fine. But no, I like listen like I so it was I mean, listen I'm not proud of this card. Dude, whatever, like I, I'm I'm not betting Doug Gim thirty to one. No, it's gross. I'm not betting Mark Hubbard thirty to one. Like, I, Dude, Hubbard just got cut last week, didn't he? I'm, I'm not betting Davis Riley, who's a disaster now, 35 to 1. Yeah, like, nope. I'm not betting Lance O'Griffin, 40 to 1. Nope. Like, I, 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 I'll, I'll take my lumps. I'll just bet three guys who I think can actually win this tournament. And right, so, you bet, the day. so you bet Scott Griffin? Scott at 18, uh, Pendrith at 25, Griffin 25. That's the, okay. that's the outright card. Right, I'm not. So I'm, not to, I'm, I'm, I'm not proud of it, but no, it's just whatever. It is what it is. I technically just did it out right, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, and look. So I, I have two. I have two longer shots on my cards, though. But I'm going to end up probably adding those two. Uh, but before I talk to you and have you laugh at my uh, two longer <laughs> outrights, talk to you guys about game time. Listen, holidays are coming up. You're going to be flying somewhere. Families are going to be flying in. Uh, you're going to need something to do to. You know, entertain Aunt Millie. So, if you got a sports team in town, or you got a Broadway show, or some sort of comedy club, Game Time is where you need to get your tickets. Uh, fast deals. Uh, I mean, get, they have flash deals all the way up to last minute, so you get the best prices on it. Easy to buy, easy to find. If I can figure it out, you can figure it out. And uh, the thing I love most about it is you get your seat view, um, which is somebody who grew up going to Fenway. You need to know what your view is like from your seat because you buy a right field seat uh, in Fenway, you might have a stanchion in front of you and that's no fun. So you don't have to plan months in advance. Plus the game time guarantee means you'll always get the pr best price. And if you find tickets in the same section or roll for less, they'll create you 110% of the difference. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress, download the game time app, create an account and use promo code CFBX for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And last but not least hall of fame. That's win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research all your sports with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hits broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort players by hit rate for any bet to learn which plays are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 re users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame 
bets. Okay. Boom. All right. Before we move on to your losers, one other position I have <laughs> up here. Uh, you hate this guy, but Alex Noren, top That's twenty plus one plus one twenty five. If it's going to get windy over the weekend, I, I I want a guy like that. All right, fine. I don't hate a top twenty on Alex Noren. I hate outrights on Alex Noren. No, I know. I, I'm a little smarter than that. So, yeah. although watch him win now. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. should actually just bet him now. You probably should. I mean, all right, fine. <laughs> Twenty to one, Alice Norton. <laughs> Add that to the card. But uh, look, I mean, like he—he's really good at these types of tracks. Like some of the comp courses that Data Golf mentions, like Albany and Detroit Golf Club, TBC Craig Ranch, and he's really good at those places yeah. too. Like Pebble Beach, I think he's got a decent finish there as well. So, you know, he—I think he's got like a top 20 here in his lone appearance good at those air comp courses if he gets windy it turns into a little bit of an up and down game over the weekend i trust him probably more than anybody in this field so okay yeah Who i mean he, i mean i mean he no. could, he's basically he's basically the denny mccarthy in this field this year okay i could buy that okay that's fine i could all buy right. that all right now let's talk about some losers so I, I have recommendations for losers. If people want to bet down the card, I didn't do it, but I have recommendations. You're such a prick. But so here are my two losers. Okay. who are guaranteed to lose. So Adam Long at sixty-five to one. Okay, I, um, I have him highlighted. Okay. Okay. All right. Super accurate off the tee. Mm-hmm. He can putt. He played last mm-hmm. week. That's my analysis. He did. <laughs> he he's pre, he's a pretty good scrambler. I mean, honestly, Adam Long fits the profile of. I just worry about do it. Well What's his putting on on Tiff? That's the only thing I worry about. That's really specific, though. I know. Just it's just do regular. Bermuda. sixty-five to one. What the fuck am I? Worried? Just do regular Bermuda. Yeah, it's, okay. it's 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 gonna work out. He's fine on that. Um, I like him for a top. I like him for a top twenty too. Okay, I I can buy into that. I didn't love the price. I think you know, I was paying like like plus like one seventy. I think for yeah, it. I saw, I'm like it's Adam Long. I don't know if I want to do that, but yeah, I, I'm exactly. fine with that. Like Adam Long. Like and, and again, like think about these like guys been winning these tournaments that like just aren't like the main top of the card. There, like your EVRs, your Luke List. Like these are guys who are just veterans who've been around the block. Yep. You know, they know kind of was he like like another guy like next to him, Troy Merritt, kind of a similar thing. He bombs it. No, Huge Troy, eagle rate. No, Troy, Troy Merritt doesn't bomb it, dude. Yes, he no, does. That's why he hits all the eagles. No, he, he's one of the most accurate, shortest play. He's essentially Adam Long. Who am I thinking? That? I have the fucking, no idea. Who's who the long guy of? with the bad goatee? I have no idea. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just move. It, it doesn't matter. But anyways, you know, so Troy Merritt has a couple of good finishes in the in the, the top in the financial fall. He's got a couple of top tens now. He didn't play well last week, but again, like he's okay with his shorter irons. He's good around the green. He's a decent putter. You know, again, that's the type of guy who would do well here. You know, and and like okay. pick one of these things off. Fine. So it's it. him. Um, all right. So who's the other guy? You get you like down down here. You know. Who played well last week? Uh, Who's my guy? The Jagas? Yes. He's 130 to 1 after just coming in second on a coastal course. Mm-hmm. Like, talking about a vet who's been around the block. Why not? Like, this field is worse than last week. He's feeling himself. Golf to me is a game where if you're in good form, that means a lot. And dude needs a win. Uh, and I just love him. So. Yeah, he's first round leader and fucking I'm going to bet him 131. That is fucking insulting. A guy who just came in second last week and had a shot to win. He's a 
130 to one in this field is a huge value. Excuse me. Okay. I mean, I think he was huge. like 300 to one last week. Yeah, fine. Yeah, 130 to one in this field. All right. I so mean, you're buying top of market, market, but okay. Yeah, listen, it doesn't matter. Right. He wins, right. he wins. A uh, couple other guys. So I had a position on Vince Whaley last week. And that was really tilting. Did you? That was really tilting. What'd you have? Top 20? Top 30. Okay. And he went, I think, five over on hole number seven on Jeez. Thursday and Friday. And I think that would have put him at like T22 if he ended up not doing that. That's, that's always the worst. Like, actually, like, I, I think because he, he made the cut on the number. But he would have been like 10 under heading into the weekend. Ugh. Like, you know, like a couple of shots off the lead. Well, that's always it, the worst. Yeah, I hear because I had I had the ear for a top 20 and he ended up fucking me falling off yeah. over the weekend, too. Yeah. And I was like, it, it, so uh, for anybody who is new to this and listening, God bless you, first of all. Uh, and, and then, um, so degenerate golf gamblers will look at what happened on a Thursday. I will text Steve on a Thursday on a missed putt, and I'll be like, that just fucked my positional. <laughs> that's, that, is, that is the type of shit that you do when you golf bet. You, you're worried about every putt every day. Super fun, not stressful. Yes, I know. It's uh, quite a tilting sport we uh, oh, know, But so Anyways, so if, if you like him for a lot of the reasons you liked him last week, I mean, you probably can like him again this week. Now, the problem, though, is like just historically really bad from under 150. Um, but he's good around the green and he's a good putter. Right. And he's been hitting his irons better, at least this fall. So I think like he's probably hanging like a 70 to one on him. All right. For an outright. That's not bad if you want to bet that. No. Uh, I mean, his positionals are kind of yeah. garbage, yeah. but that's not terrible. So if you want to go back to Vince Whaley, I can see that I, I, he played yeah, a lot like better than what he showed. Okay. Uh, Pat Kazire, again, another type of guy who does well at these types of tracks. Like he's won Mayakoba. He finished, he played okay last week. I think he had like a top 30 finish. Um, good with his short irons, good Bermuda putter, good birdie rates. That, that, I mean, 70 to one, but yeah, whatever. 70 to one, dude. He's won it. He's, he's a veteran. He's won a couple of times on tour, you know. That's not bad if you want to bet a position on him or anything that's, that, that can work. Uh, Peter Malnati tends to just do well th- here, too. I think he actually was in contention a couple of years ago for a win. Because all he does is gets it up and up and down. That's useful for over the weekend if it gets really windy. Yeah. That's another name to consider. Scott Piercy played well last week. Another kind of veteran guy who tends to kind of rear his ugly head. election week. Maybe he, might be, he might be distracted. There was an election today. That so is true. Be, that is might be too true. busy going down a rabbit hole. On on which on which a lizard person won what election? Well, maybe he'll get his way and he'll be in a good mood. <laughs> I don't think so. If some Democrat won Kentucky. That can't make anybody happy. That's not good. Uh, Austin, <laughs> Austin Cook. He played well last oh, week. God, I haven't heard that name in fucking forever. Well, he played okay last week. I think. What did he? Yeah, that's no, no, fine. I'm just saying I haven't yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, but but again though, like you know, good with the short irons and he can putt and he's good around the green. Okay. Like, like that's and he's he hits a lot of fairways. Like that's the type I think you want to like if you're going really down the card, like go for that type of guys. Because yeah. this is like this is one of the few tracks that like like those guys can actually compete. Yeah, I agree. So, with that. so that's so that so those are a couple guys I like. But that's but that's really about it. Like, like I, like I'm seeing on my sheet here, like 
like Kevin Tway's around these guys. Like the corpse of Charlie Hoffman's around these guys. Let me play him in Waste Management. Like Ryan Armour. What the hell happened to him? I used to bet him for a position every single week. What the hell is he yeah. doing down here next to David Lingworth? Like Max McGreevy, the guy I always, I always shit on. He's down yeah. here. Like, no thanks, man. Yeah, yeah that's good. We're, we're good. You got, any, you got any other bets, like any matchups or anything? No. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> All right. So I took I took two matchups, just short and sweet. I took Glover over Dietrich for everything we already talked about. Okay. Um, and then I took the ear over Luke List because I'll take uh, I'll take my guy uh, who can putt versus uh, List who got his win already in the last fucking twelve months to him to revert back to missing every fucking cut and sucking until I don't know eight months from now. Yeah, but didn't he make didn't he make a putting adjustment? I don't know. I don't really care. I think that's why I think that's actually end up why he won Sanderson. Because he like he, 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 like, he fixed I, I like, something. I like betting my guy. It worked out last week. Okay. So I'll take it again. All right, that's fine. Um that's all I got for yeah, that's fine. this. Right. Um, what do you want to talk about TGL? We talk about whatever you want, man. So all right, so for the <laughs> listeners, that's the end of the betting segment. We're just gonna kind of ramble about like what's going on with golf right now. I, I had some yeah. thoughts to you last week about I had to get mm-hmm. things off my chest. About yes. just the state me, of me had to rant. It rants. It was a rant, and I actually <laughs> maybe possibly ended up posting this on Reddit as well. <laughs> uh, these thoughts. Um, all right, so let me let me let's do dealer's choice because they all are yeah. kind of related, anyways. Do you want to talk about TGL? Sure. Do you want to talk about Fast Cup Fall, or do you want to talk about like coverage and like what how the PG Tour is actually offering their product right now? The, the, the PJ product is just beating a dead boss at this point. Everybody who would listen to this podcast, and if you're new, uh, the PGA blows at, at coverage and, and promoting their sport. The absolute fucking not low. They do not care about the consumer at all, especially the people who create content for it. It's beating a dead horse at this point. I'm fucking sick of talking about it. It's never going to change. Like, it's just not. Like, it's just not going to change. So okay. that's beating it. Let's talk about DGL. Well, hold on. I, that hold on. to me. Okay, I, I, I just no, want, I just want to call out their hypocrisy. Okay, yeah, their company line of why they don't offer Shotlink when they go to these international oh, fall events. Bullshit. Okay, this is what they this is what they say, and and this was the company line for Mayakoba. Okay, first of all, it's a foreign country. There's language barriers, and I kind of get it for Mayakoba. It's in the middle of a jungle. It's not easy to get Wi-Fi hotspots. Okay, fine. That resort they were at last week was very nice. Yes. And it is very easy to set up Wi-Fi hotspots on a wide open golf course on a hill that yeah. is ultra luxurious, that has anything you'd ever want. Um, if you ever stay at those resorts, there's no language barrier because they all speak English perfectly because they're all yep. hosting tourists. Yep. And all you really need to do is just show these guys to point a laser and click a button on a tablet and you're done. That's really all that's involved in this. And the fact that like, and this is actually a transition to the TGL no. that we're going to talk about now, they're putting so many resources and efforts into an, a virtual golf league that when they just neglect their actual product and FedEx Cup fall too, like the whole point of it, like I, it's a failure to me because oh. they're trying, it, it's all about keeping your card and like 
survival. Like, like none of that is on the broadcast. Like, I have nope. absolutely no idea who's on the cut right now. As far as like who's trying to get in, like they don't feature any of these people. It isn't just nope. a total failure. And you're it, and like this whole TGL thing is let's just call it for what it is. It is supplemental income because they don't want these guys going to take the PIF money, which that framework agreement is going to fall apart. And so that's all it really is at this point. And it, it just, it, it bothers me that you ha like you're the house is crumbling and you're trying to figure out how can I renovate the garage? Yeah. It's, it's rearranging the, the, the fucking deck furniture on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's like, like it would be it's such low hanging fruit to people to just offer like, OK, what are these guys actually doing on the course? Because all you're all you're doing is just offering three hour broadcast window. And don't tell me the fact that like you can't have PG tour live there in a foreign country because you do it for the Mexico Open, too. You figure yep. it out then. So it, yeah. it just and, and look, I mean, they have to deal with ESPN plus like the ESPN plus like people who are watching ESPN plus. Are not your 70 year old grandpa falling asleep on the couch. It's fucking people who are interested in what's going on a Thursday in a golf tournament. Mm -hmm. You know how many people who do, do that? Not many. So at least give us a nod. Like, put, like you said, like, it's at least in this miserable fucking fall swing. Give a, don't give me a vignette about somebody, but hey, look, Joe Schmo here needs to finish 63rd to keep his card. Right. Let's let's how's he doing? You know what I mean? Just something so minimal or talk about like some tournament matchup. Like these people don't know how to talk bets. They don't know what people actually give a shit about. It's it's when you said it's a complete failure. I was like, oh, no, that's the correct way to talk about it. It's a complete fucking failure. And the fact that I didn't even think about they're putting resources. The PGA is putting resources into watching. Justin fucking Thomas hit a ball into a fucking net, into a net, and then you got you got Rory fucking. Did you watch that press conference? How he's going to connect with the Boston fans, even though they're never going to do an event in Boston. Yeah. What? What? What are you talking about? Like, so all these all these city and team names, they're not even going to. Do an event in these cities? What? Like, how stupid is this? This is the dumbest shit ever. I like. I said I'd watch the first one. Like it was like XFL curiosity. I will not watch a fucking second of the TGL. I refuse. I absolutely fucking refuse. It's going to be insanely bad. Like the announcers are going to be bad. It's going to be cheesy as fuck. These guys don't. They're going to be hitting balls into fucking nets like it's winter time in new york and you got to go to the indoor range and you go play pebble beach with your buddies mm -hmm. that's what i want to watch on fucking tv yeah. get the fuck out of here i can't believe these fuck john rom is so snappy like oh yeah i'm not gonna do it yeah it's unbelievable what a I, who's gonna watch this shit who's gonna watch I think it's I think it's asinine and it's an insult to the fucking viewers. And I, like I get you want to bring new golf fans in, okay? So this is how you're gonna do it. I don't fucking think so. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll tell you who's gonna watch it. It's anytime Tiger's on, because that that yeah, that's fine. the only time people are gonna actually tune in. Other than that, yeah. though, like who is tuning in for like the Max Homa team versus the Justin Thomas team? No one like that. Like no, to watch him hit balls into in. a net. Hit balls no. into a net. 
No, like, and, and honestly, too, like, I, so they're doing it in the middle of crunch time in the lead up to the Masters, too. Like, does it does it make more sense to maybe have this in the fall on like a Wednesday when nothing is going on for golf at this point? And it maybe do it like pre-recorded where, you know, listen, like you can kind of set up some things that maybe are yeah. a little fake, but it can be more entertaining. Nope. Like, cause they're going to miss some stuff with live. Like maybe they miss like some off the hand comments or something like that. Like maybe they actually kind of set stuff up and have actually add production value. Like oh, it's just, yeah. well, these crybaby golfers didn't even want the fucking, the full swing, whatever the full drive, whatever the hell it's called in the fucking Ryder cup locker room. So, you know, they're not going to want any live off the cuff fucking remarks that Colin Morikawa video is the fucking stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. Unbelievable. This is means more to me than the Ryder cup phone call oh i had no idea this phone call was coming with a camera in my face fuck i dude this fucking league steps on its dick more than any other professional league and that's saying a lot because mlb can't get out of its fucking own way uh trade deadline did you know the trade deadline in the ML or the free agency period in mlb started last night i saw i saw a headline on espn very you know what happened no what absolutely nothing nothing great the sport is fucking stupid every other every other league gets all excited about trade deadlines, free agency periods, fucking people are moving, signing everywhere. MLB, nah, we're good. We're just going to sit here. NHL, forget about it. Niche sport, I love it. I don't even try to press it on anybody anymore. The NFL, all all anyone's talking about this season are the refs. Think that's good? Probably not. But they give a shit about hosting corporate events over in fucking Germany. They step on their dick. Everybody else does it. But nobody steps on their dick more than the PGA Tour. Un. Like I, I, we text about it all the time. The I get so fucking frustrated covering the sport. So frustrated. And it, yeah, I guess I, I like I, I love getting on the mic and talking about this with you. Like yeah. not 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 this not this part of it. I love just talking about golf. Yeah, I love talking about golf courses. I love talking about just the drama of a tournament building throughout the four days, and it's just like all the attention in golf right now and all really cares about is not what's actually happening on the PGA tour. It's what's happening off of it or all these side projects. And it's just, it's, it could be, this product could be so much better. Oh my God. And they just, they wouldn't even have to, they wouldn't even have to do much to make it that much better. That's the most frustrating thing. Like, it's not like they need to, I don't know, invest a shit ton more money or do anything different. They just have to change how they cover it. And like, like, like Sundays, like, like the drama that you show me 10 golf shots on a, on, on, you know what I mean? Like, it's just ah, it's so frustrating. Like, well, how about, th- how about this? Like it, I was thinking about over the weekend, like how they failed to build up a new star post tiger. And you had the perfect opportunity at this last event with a guy who went from college to the Ryder cup yep. in six months. And yep. he was buried down the T sheet and treated like he was Troy Merritt. The and I, that- I saw, I saw four putts from him on Thursday and Friday and that's it. And it, if that's and that is why you don't have people who care about anybody other than like Rory and Tiger. Right. That's and, it. and the reason and, and you're 100 percent right, because people even in America who are like Americans love to root for Americans, but people would get behind this kid. You know what I mean? Ludwig, they would absolutely get behind this kid. He's he's smart. He plays his balls off. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't know. So they, they always want to push some cookie cutter asshole out uh, who wears boat shoes and has a bad fucking haircut and went to fucking Alabama. You know what I mean? Like the same, we don't care. Like Americans don't identify with the country club fucking asshole. 
He was literally the villain in every movie we watched growing up. No one's going to root for him. Do you know what I mean? Like he was the bad guy in every 80s movie. And you want us to root for him now? No. Give me the Dirt McGurk. Give me the fucking Harry Higgs. Give me the guys who have a different backstory than their daddy was in finance or their daddy was in oil. And he fuck, he has the same fucking stock swing as every other dickbag who plays golf and came up with money. Like it's, ugh, it's like there's a reason why the NFL works, why baseball works. You know what I mean? And why the NBA works. It's all about the backstory and rootability of your fucking superstars. Superstars. Like that. Yeah. They have them, they don't know how to use them, and they keep trotting out the same old fucking act over and over and over again. They're, they're doing the Einstein thing. They're pounding their head against the wall and expecting a different fucking result. Okay. And, and they're so, not. So, so let's talk about next year. Like, they can't keep this Fed, they can't keep this FedEx Cup fall swing as is, right? Like. Oh. The ratings are horrible. No one, no one is showing up for these things. Like, even if there's got sponsors saying, please, please come. Like, they can't get anybody to come. Like, like you can't have this slow death march over seven tournaments and just and and just and expect like people to actually care about this thing other than us. Yeah. Like, like th- this all seems really pointless. Like, there's guys who finish outside the top 70 who didn't make the playoffs that just haven't even shown up to this thing. They're gonna keep their card. Like, like what, what, like, what legitimately is the point of this thing? Other than they're like, oh, just get inside this top 10, like, you know, or top 60. Like, that's it. Like, what about the, like, what consequences really is, has there been for this, this false way? And there really hasn't. None. There's been none. none. And, none. and listen, like, I know I, I, I'm grumpy on here a bunch and things like that, but like, dude, if you can't get me to give a shit or you to give a shit, about this tournament, how in the fuck do you expect the average person, or even somebody who likes golf? Like we we have co- we have colleagues in this industry who aren't even covering these things. No, no. Like Brian Kirshner hasn't done an episode in two months. <laughs> Andy Lack is doing Andy Lack's doing our stuff. Yeah. And like like I I continue to try this stuff out because it's gambling. We work for a gambling network. Like yeah. we should. I feel like we should be covering it. But like. Like that's a problem. That's a problem for your sport yeah. when like the people who actually are like the hardcore, like into this stuff and who try just, to get other people into it. Do you know yes, what I mean? Like, just, we are the we are the people who are at it. yeah, we're the people who are at, like parties and get togethers. We're like, hey, do you oh golf? Do you not know, like like hey, you should watch this? This is a new golfer. Like we're the ones pushing the sport and the brand. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. for free. Because we yeah. love the sport. And what do we get for it? That's what we get for it. A big fuck you. Hey, here's Rory. Here's some very carefully uh, written out talking points uh, about his new awesome virtual golf league. Oh, and by the way, there's some shitty tournament in Bermuda this week that no one's going to give a shit about. We're not sending any uh, anybody down there to actually cover it or give any data for it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys at the Masters. Great. Yeah, I mean, like you also have the yeah they got the Ned Bank going on right now, which like I I thought about if we wanted to actually cover it, but like it's the same problem. Like you got like ten guys are really good up there, and like I just the the DP Europe World Tour is now a a feeder system into it's basically rich man's corn fairy tour. I just I don't yeah don't care. I don't no. watch nothing. But you no. also have Max Homa and Justin Thomas going over and play that. 
instead of like and something Justin Thomas <laughs> technically like he should be playing right now. He didn't qualify for the playoffs. Like oh, it doesn't matter. He's gonna get every sponsor possession. I know. Fucking everybody's gonna fucking it, dude. He he'll be on the Ryder Cup two years from now, and he's gonna be playing just as fucking bad. Yeah, and actually, come to and think of it, I, come to think of it, I don't think Shane Lowry finished inside the top seventy, and he hasn't played no. a single one of these things. No. So what's the point? There's no. What's point. point? Any of this? This is fucking depressing. It, it is. <laughs> I, 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 all right, that, that, that's all I have. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to, to any listeners if you put up my rant. No, listen. I feel like I feel like anybody who's who, anybody who's following this event or or listens to us, like they get it. They probably feel the fucking same way. Like what I just yelled about felt very cathartic. Like that felt good. <laughs> like we haven't done one of those. Voice. We haven't done one of those rants in a while. But like, yeah, but like I, I like I spend like 2,500 words a week breaking down a golf course, and I legitimately yeah. love doing it. And just like you get to the actual tournament, and it's like, well, this is garbage. Yeah, it sucks. No, yeah, it, it does. And, and look, you know, I, I, I don't know. Listen, hopefully, hopefully, it'll turn around. We're still gonna fucking watch, and we're gonna bitch and complain, and we're gonna do what we do. But guess what? Still gonna watch. Still gonna bet on it. Still gonna enjoy it because we love the game of golf. And I'm not gonna let the PGA moron executives ruin it for me. Like I'm stubborn enough. We're about. Like, you won't take this away from me. I will enjoy this whether you're good at your job or not, right? So it's the old Mark Wahlberg line uh, from uh, The Departed. Oh, who are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the fucking other guy. Well, the other guy is fucking the PGA Tour executives. They don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know. Hopefully, we can get some new blood in here within the next 10 years before I fucking die. And we can get, actually get some good coverage. And uh, they, can, they can actually service the people who care about the product. Yeah. And honestly, I think you want this product to continue to be bad because I am sending you very humorous gifts and salty oh, jokes yeah. that yeah. really crack you up. And I'm at my best when I'm really salty. Right? Oh, they're they're absolutely the best. Like I, I legitimately like crack up laughing. I think it was in the fuck. I think it was like walking around like a CBS. Uh, yeah, I was in a CBS getting like a, 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 a medicine or something like that. And you sent me something. I was fucking like I like audibly like guffawed and like people looked at me. <laughs> See, I don't need to be on that. I don't need to be on extra Twitter, whatever the hell they call it. You just got me. It's a one man feed. That's it. One man feed. Exactly. Go. All right. So we, so we went on our rant. Listen, it is what it is. Uh, everybody who listens to this loves golf too. Um, we it comes from a place of love. Our our irritation, I would say. Um, it's like yelling at your kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. But uh, typically, we're on, on Thursdays. This week, we'll be on Wednesday because uh, Steve is auctioning himself off uh, in a charity auction for a date. <laughs> That's not what's happening. Oh, is that, I thought that was what you said. No, I'm not <laughs> auctioning myself off. No, okay. no, it's it's a charity <laughs> silent auction for a uh, a human resource uh, nonprofit uh, around here. Cool. That my wife is linked up too so uh it's actually at a very nice golf club um oh, i might be scouting out for membership opportunities uh oh, later on so right. we'll see nice all right so we'll be back on wednesday uh to give our nfl bets uh and uh listen if anything changes uh between now and then we'll we'll touch on the golf tournament too if anything changes if we want to make any uh, more picks or anything like that if anything pops up but other than that go to bet365 go do uh, sgpn patreon don't forget to go rate and review i guess that's saying that at the beginning of the show uh and uh, other than that see you guys tomorrow night